Okay, Rabotai, today I'd like to, um, um, to discuss the Beracha of, of Ephraim Menashe. Now Yaakov comes to, I mean, actually Yosef brings his children. Who was his children? Menashe and Ephraim. And now who's older, Menashe or Ephraim? Who knows? My daughter, she's in third grade. She's telling me who's older. Guys, let's go. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a one of those. It's a one of those. This guy. Bottom line is, right, uh, Menashe was older. Menashe was older, right, for the record, yeah. Menashe was older. But who got, so really, who's supposed to get the Beracha first? Huh? Menashe. Meaning to say, not that they, they got it at the same time, basically. Yaakov put his children, right, the, the, on the right side, the older one, which was Menashe. And on the left side, Ephraim. Because when you make the Berachah, the right, the right hand will bless Menashe. The right hand, Yosef, Yosef put it. Yosef put, I said Yaakov and Yosef put his two children in front of Yaakov. One on the right, which was Menashe. And in front of Yaakov on the left was Ephraim, the young one. And we all know that he switched his hands. Yaakov switched his hands. And he put the right hand, he put on Ephraim. And the left hand, I'm Menashe. Now, of course, the, the obvious question is why? Why? Huh? So the answer is, because he saw that who's going to be coming out greater? From Ephraim is going to come out Yehoshua. Don't get me wrong, when Hashem is going to have also uh, Gideon, one of the Shoftim. But from, from Ephraim is going to be a great, great leader of Yehoshua. Therefore he gets the... Beracha first. He gets like the, the right hand Beracha on the right, right, right side. But I had a question when I was learning this. I said, I don't understand something. I don't understand something. Because of your descendants, what's going to come out of you makes you greater now? Good question. Yeah, I see in the future you're going to have Sadiq. But you, what should I tell you? You're not so great, but your future... Of course, Ephraim was great. Menashe was great. But on its own right, they're great, right? They're big people. Menashe and Ephraim is big people. So at the end of the day, how could you say, how could you come out and say, oh yeah, Ephraim is going to get the first Beracha. Why is Ephraim going to get the first Beracha? Oh, because oh, from him is going to come Yoshua. And only from him is going to come Gidon. You're right, it's also big stuff. But he's going to have Yoshua, the leader of the thing. So that's why he deserves a, a, the, 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 the first Beracha. What is that? You had a question. Good question, no? You have to be great on your own. You yourself has to be of stature, right? The fact if I see two people, are you greater than him? I see not what you're gonna, what your, what's gonna be in the future generations, what you're gonna have and what he's gonna have. No, I see you and the now. Now, are you uh, are you greater than this person or no? So if you're not, so what are you doing? What's going on? No, I see in the future that he's gonna have Yeshua. What I to this, I'm going to give you a personal answer. I'm going to give you a personal answer. And I saw it also as well. I saw it as well. Now, firstly, I'd like to say, for somebody great to come from you, that means you yourself, not always, but usually, sometimes, you yourself is a you know, great person. You have greatness in you. Usually, sometimes, not always, but sometimes, right, you have greatness. What was the greatness... 
that we could say of Ephraim. And that is, there's a famous, famous, famous Rav Yosef Kaira. Who was Rav Yosef Kaira? Who wrote the Shukhan Aruch? Aruch. Now they bring down, Sfari Makdoshim bring down, at the generation of Yosef's, uh, of, uh, of Yosef Cairo's time of the Shukhan Aruch, there was three Yosefs. Three Yosefs all having the capabilities of writing the Shukhan Aruch. So why did he have the Zichud of Yosef Kaira and all the other Yosefs? And they write, by the way, so I don't want to say the names, but they wrote, Yosef, exactly the names of the people, like this name and that name. How come Yosef Kaira was the one to be Zichud, to write the Shukhan Aruch? That we hold by him. That we, every, everything, you know what I'm saying? This is the, this is the letter of the law, you know what I'm saying? He, he, everybody understands, you know, you want to know the you look at the Shukhan Aruch, bottom line, you know what I'm saying? There are more of Ashkenazim, they see whatever, but Shukhanuch, Ashkenazim also follow Shukhanuch. Sometimes the Ramah argues, okay, when the Ramah argues, he'll, he'll, uh, they'll go to Ramah, but usually they, they're all the time, they, the Shukhanuch, Ramah doesn't argue, they go to Shukhanuch, so everybody's going to Shukhanuch. What was his Zuchir out of all these three Yosefs? Very good, I see you heard this, ah, very good, Mao. Because out of all the Yosefs, not, he was the most humble out of all of them. Now, don't get me wrong. They were all, they were all humble. The, the, all three Yosefs were humble. Otherwise, they wouldn't be able to even have the knowledge to be able to write the Shukhan You know what I'm saying? They all had the knowledge to write the Shukhan They all had that knowledge. But out of all three, Yosef Cairo, Chacham Erbi, Yosef Cairo, was the greatest in humility. So therefore, Hashem was Mezakehim. Hashem was Mezakehim. I saw the same thing with Ephraim. Ephraim was extremely, of course, they were all humble, don't get me wrong. Menashe was humble, Ephraim was humble, but who was a little bit, had a little bit more humility? Ephraim? Okay, we'll give it to Ephraim. Yeshua's going to come out of Ephraim and this, this, this. Because the humility, even, even in the now, even in the now, Ephraim had a greater uh, uh, humility. Now, they were both humble, but the greater humility, Ephraim. And therefore, he was okay. That's why a person has to understand. It says, Vila anavim yiten achen. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives chen, a charm to the people who anav. You're humble, you're humble, humble. And heaven forbid, that's why a person wants beracha in his life. He wants things in life. You have to have a click, you have to have a, uh, a uh, you know, a utensil to accept the beracha. One of the midot that a person that Hashem loves the most, one of those is humility. And how do we see that? You see that even by Moshe Rabbeinu. Out of all the character traits that you could pick in the whole Torah, what does it speak about Moshe? Moshe Anav, Mikol Adam. That's it, Moshe Anav was the most Anav. Mikol Adam was the biggest Anav. You know, that, you could have said anything. He could have said anything. What do they say about Moshe? Anav. That, 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 that is the point. And by the way, if you look in Mislay Yashim, he speaks about, about Anavah, the Midah of Anavah is, one of the, is the highest Midah. Because when a person, Anav, already, he, he humbles himself. So to, he humbles himself to his Creator. Hashem, what do you want? You want this? I'm going to do this. Imagine, imagine if a person is humble and God tells you to do something, you're not going to uh, uh, reject it. Whatever you say. You, you're Hashem. Whatever you say, my Master, I'm ready to do it. Everything you want. But if a person gava, he starts thinking, what should I do? So what? He told me to do it. Ah, big deal. Uh-huh. You know who I am? <laughs> what are you, crazy? And the more humble you are, the more greatness you will become anyway, in any case. The Shekinah wants to, of course, heaven forbid, a person, let's say, it says, one of the three things that Hashem cries over every, every day of a person, 
One of the things says Maseh Hagiga in the first Perek. I'll tell you one of the three. One of the three is Parnes Hamidgar'eh Alatzibur. A Parnes, a leader that has Ga'ava, has arrogance over the, over the people. What, what are you having arrogance about? Hashem put you in power. He's crying over the guy. I feel bad for the guy. Well, you have arrogance over the people? What are you kidding me? So Hashem put you in power, so therefore you, you, you feel that you have the ability and you have the rights to go over. No, 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 no. The, they, they bring down this, Farim Akdoshim, the greater you are, the more humble you have to become. So that means, imagine Moshe Rabbeinu, he's so great. You know how humble he is? Because of his greatness, because Moshe Rabbeinu was so, 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 because his greatness is so high, so he becomes more humble than everybody else. Than everybody else. That means the guy has nothing, has zero, he's all uh, boils, and then he comes to Moshe with a question, oh Moshe, can I ask you a question? And Moshe is the happiest guy. I can't believe somebody asked me a question. This guy asked me a question. I'm so happy. What is happening? The guy's, uh, guy's uh, he's wearing rags. What no, somebody asked me a question. Oh my goodness. You're asking me to scale his board. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. He was happy. Wow. He felt humbled to the most, most. And this is the, really the great lesson. A person wants to achieve greatness. Of course, there's a lot of achievement of greatness. But one of the successes of our life is humility. I'll never forget my mother. I, I should give a long life. What happened was, I was with her one time, and uh, we were standing in front of a pharmacy. Pharmacy, the guy present buying uh, medication, this. And uh, there was a very, very wealthy lady with a crazy fur coat and a crazy car. and da, da, da. So, my mother sees her and she, she knows she's friends with her. Oh, how are you? I miss you. I didn't see you in such a long time. How are you? How's everything? And that was like with such a, such a great, great hello and everything like that. And then I saw, I'm eyewitness, eyewitness. I saw the next second, a very poor lady came out of pharmaceutical with her teeth were literally black, missing, missing teeth, missing teeth. She was missing teeth, black. She was very, like, very uh, raggedy, came my mother said hello the same exact way to the, from the rich to the poor. She didn't even disintegrate. I was like, Ma, that's amazing what you just did. I was like, what, what do you mean? What did I do? So she didn't even realize what. I was like, you gave the same honor to the, to the rich and to the poor. You understand? And that's why. Why should anybody, why should anybody have arrogance? Because the person has a lot of extra zeros in the bank account. Therefore, you know, Hashem can take it away in any second. Do you know that? So what are you arrogant about? You know, oh, look at me, that guy's driving with a crazy car, gelled back here, walks out of his car like a, you know, like a, oh, look at my belt, big fat belt, you know, what do you think you are? Like, if you have gava, sometimes they're humble inside, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not, not saying, but I'm saying the point that we're bringing out here today is that the, the person, the more humble you are, first of all, the more, the more you're a recipient of more beracha in your life. The more of you receiving, like you see by Ephraim, like you see Moshe Rabbeinu, and like you see where, by Yosef Cairo. This is a great lesson we learned.